1: Hello again everybody, welcome to Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips joined by Wes Mitchell talking some Gamecock football today, getting ready for signing day coming up in just a few weeks. Wes, good to be with you today, how are you bud?
0: Good man, Uh, hanging in there, uh, dead period, coming to a close here soon, so obviously uh, recruiting, about to uh, take another step up as we... Uh, complete this road to National Signing Day. That's
1: right. Gamecocks
0: have picked up a couple more commitments
1: here in the last few days. But before we get to that, Wes, let's talk about the addition of Lance Thompson to the Gamecock coaching staff. He will be the assistant head coach for defense and the defensive line coach. Lance Thompson is a Georgia native and a 1987 graduate of the Citadel, and he's got extensive SEC assistant coaching experience uh, regarded as an elite recruiter. He was the 2008 National Recruiter of the Year. Wes, he's worked at Bama, Auburn, LSU, Tennessee. This guy's got an impeccable reputation.
0: Oh Yeah, absolutely. I I got the chance to talk with him a little bit on uh, last Friday when they introduced the uh, you know, new coaches to the media and just a, uh, you, you know, just one of these dudes that comes uh, comes across, uh, I, I guess, very confident is maybe the word to say it. He um, absolutely kind of portrays his thoughts into words very, very well, which I, I think, um, you know, there's been so much talk about how uh, productive this, this group of coaches has been on the recruiting trail. I was excited to actually – uh, you know, meet some of these guys, shake their hands, look them in the eye, and see uh, what you know what they're all about. And I, I think with, with Thompson, you're you're talking about a guy who I think just hearing him talk um, very very easily could have been a uh, you know like a, a a paid public speaker as far as just the way um, he he puts uh, thoughts into words and you know someone that there are very few um, you know us or eyes or pauses. He seems to already. Um, you know, be pretty quick about um, knowing what he wants to say, you know, depending on what he's asked, and uh, you know, just just kind of sp- seeing him a little bit, hearing him talk, hearing him answer questions. To me, it was very, very easy to see why this guy, uh, you know, was a former um, ESPN Recruiter of the Year one year, and, and back in all the way back in 2008, he was actually the Rivals.com Recruiter of the Year. So, uh, it just brings a ton of experience. On the SEC level, he knows what a winning SEC football team looks like, and he obviously knows how to go sign players.
1: Wes, it looks like this staff has taken shape now, and it's just about complete. And, you know, I, I've been impressed with the fact that uh, Bobby Bentley was brought on board, and the Gamecocks are already reaping benefits from him coming on. And that's evidenced by the commitment from Chavis Dawkins, the wide receiver from Burns High School, where Bobby Bentley was longtime head coach, built Burns into a major power here in South Carolina high school football. Uh, Dawkins, a Shrine Bowl player, 6'2", 195 pounds, had a big senior year at Burns, 73 receptions, over 1,300 yards and 17 TDs. And they kind of got a late offer from the Gamecocks, but he did choose South Carolina right away, picked the Gamecocks over Louisville, NC State, Wake Forest, and App State. And Dawkins talked about uh, Bobby Bentley and the recruiting process. Even though it, the offer came late, I think Dawkins was quick to accept and he's happy to be on board with the Gamecocks.
0: Yeah, you know, they they quickly started recruiting him, um, you know, as soon as the new staff got on, but they, they did not offer at that time. And, you know, I think they were waiting to see what what else was out there, what, else, what other prospects they were going to be able to get in with. And then, uh, y- you know, you look at, uh, the Riley Ridley situation uh, looked at one time like they were going to land him. Then, of course, very quickly uh, they found out they were not going to land him. And, you know, I, I think it's been pretty obvious to me that there's a, uh, I, I guess, a priority to, to go get wide receivers that can help and, and possibly help right away. So, um, you know, as far as what I was told, as of, you know, like Thursday, Dawkins was going to NC State, and uh, on Friday – uh, South Carolina delivered the late offer, and on Saturday afternoon, he uh, committed to uh, the Gamecock. So it was really one of these things where if South Carolina was going to move on him, uh, the time to do it w- was pretty much right now, or, or right then, I should say, on Friday, and they decided that they wanted to do that. Uh, a guy that, you know, I don't think necessarily is going to um, explode off the charts as far as his testing numbers, you know, as far as a speed guy, but um, as you said, very, very productive had a great senior season, uh, he was a touchdown machine, um, made a lot of big plays down the field, breaks a lot of tackles, has very good, strong hands, uh, you know, so I don't know if he's necessarily, um, you know, that guy, again, that's going to jump off the page as being completely dynamic uh, to change a game necessarily, but I think he's one of those uh, reliable receivers that has a knack for getting open, has a knack for making plays, and uh You know, South Carolina certainly uh, needs that in their receiving core.
1: No doubt. And you get him in a weight room, get him on a training table, give him a couple, three years, and he can certainly develop into a very strong player for the Gamecocks. So this is exciting because uh, South Carolina continues to emphasize recruiting in state and in the immediately surrounding areas of the state of South Carolina. And that brings us to Rico Dowdle. Wes, out of A.C. Reynolds High School in Asheville, North Carolina. He's 5'11", 206 pounds, an incredibly dynamic high school player. He's originally out of Gaffney. Uh, He says South Carolina is home. He committed to the Gamecocks and says his commitment is 100%. He's got an official visit scheduled for Columbia on January the 15th. And going back to Chavis Dawkins from Burns, just a moment, he will visit Columbia on January the 22nd. So talk about Dowdle a little bit. Uh, This guy projects as a running back. He had over 2,500 rushing yards and 51 TDs his senior year of high school. He also threw 11 touchdown passes and caught one. This kid's incredibly dynamic, and I think Gamecock fans are excited to have him in the fold. Oh, yeah,
0: I think he's the most underrated prospect on South Carolina's commitment list right now. Uh, you know, that's that's uh, that's that's actually that's 63 total touchdowns his senior year. Um, you know, that I, I went back, I looked at the schedule on their school website and divided it out. That's like 4.8. Five, four point eight three, something like that. Touchdowns per game, um, you know, for, for one for one player. You have a lot of uh, high schools that uh, would like to average that, you know, for their team. I think for their offense. So, um, it, just an incredible, incredible talent. He was uh, very good at the Shrine Bowl as well. Um, has his heart set on playing running back, but I, I do think, uh, you, you know, you look at him, you say, this is a guy that especially early on in his career. He could help you in the slot. He could help you absolutely in the wildcat. He could help you in the punt return game, maybe the kick return game. Um, Just a a dynamic guy. And, again, even though he's going to have Asheville uh, written by his name, um, you know, in the uh, program, I'm sure, he's someone that, again, I think goes back to that idea of of kind of uh, putting a fence around uh, South Carolina and getting as many guys uh, out of the state, getting as many guys Palmetto State ties as as possible in the program. Uh, Shaq Davison, the receiver from Gaffney, is uh, his cousin. And, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, so, sometimes people say, well, uh, you know, Wes, why, why does it matter where a guy's from? Um, don't you just want the best player you can sign? And, uh, you know, and I, and I say, yeah, you, you do want the best players you can sign no matter where they're from. But it's about, I think, taking and – If you have an equally talented kid, at least in your book and your evaluations, or a similar kid, I think you try to take the in-state guy because um, of the connections that gives you. For one, you you have coaches around the state of South Carolina, they noticed when the University of South Carolina football staff is making the in-state kids priority. Uh, Because uh, you, you never want for the high school coaches to get a sense of, well, they think that they're too good for us, basically. Um, you know, they, they want to go to Florida as opposed to get guys out of the state of South Carolina. Then, of course, you know, you look at the fact that having a Shaq Davison on campus already um, made someone like Rico Daddo feel a little bit more comfortable with the South Carolina program. Um, you know, I think any, any ties you can bring onto your program, if they're still good football players, you don't take guys just to take them, but if you think they're good football players – um, you know, you go get them. Because I, I think this state, historically, um, there's been a lot of hidden gems in the state of South Carolina. So I, I really just like what this coaching staff is, is doing, Emerson. And and they're actually they're going to put all nine uh, assistant coaches with a recruiting territory in the state of South Carolina. So, um, you know, these kids that come from these, uh, you know, population 3,000 towns that – you know, kind of get left under the radar for a long time. I think those days may be over because you're going to have so many coaches spread out among the state that uh, the idea is to uh, not miss on those guys.
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of talk, you know, speculation that the previous staff may have neglected in-state recruiting, at least to some degree, or maybe wasn't giving it the attention that a lot of folks feel like it deserves. And when you got an opportunity to get a young man, a prospect that has talent, and maybe emotionally invested in Gamecock football and in the University of South Carolina. These are obviously kids that you'd like to be a part of your program. So big effort by Will Muschamp and the staff to focus on local talent, and I think the fan base at South Carolina appreciates that very much. So, Wes, uh, we're nearing the end of the dead period here, and we're getting down to the last few weeks before signing day. So give us an idea who the Gamecocks are working on right now and you know what the goal is for the next two or three weeks.
0: Yeah, I think first you know we'll we'll look at the uh, the logistics of it. And that's uh, that um, on the fourteenth of this week. Um, that's Thursday. That's when uh, coaches can go back out on the road. Um, you know, start seeing prospects again. That that actually leaves because a coaching staff can can only see a kid once per week. So. Um, it leaves a very small window, at least for this week, to where you're only you're pretty much only going to be able to see your elite uh, top targets, um, and it means you know you're you're going to have to cover a lot of ground because it's one of these things where it you know if you don't visit in this week and, and the week starts over on Sunday, uh, you don't you never get that visit back. You can't do go twice next week. Um, you know it's once per week. Period. So. It's a very, very limited time span for this week. So I I think uh, the coaches are going to try to hit as many high schools, um, you know, as they literally physically can get to, um, you know, at the end of this week. Then you look at January 15th on Friday, you, you have official visitors coming in. I'm sure the coaches will be on the road probably, I'd imagine, early in that day. And then they'll be back in Columbia Uh, you know Friday night to welcome in a a big group of official visitors and then essentially what you'll have is you know the 15th 22nd 29th these next three weeks those are all open weekend official visit weekend South Carolina will have a a number of targets on campus each week we've actually got a running tally of prospects who will be on campus uh, there on our insiders form for our premium subscribers and uh, you know, it's, it's a pretty big list that changes uh, pretty much every day or every other day, so yep. that's something to keep following. But um, and, and you'll have a few prospects who, you know, maybe have more official visits to take than they do weekends to take them, and they'll try to get in on a Wednesday or Tuesday or Monday, and, you know, and, and, and take the old, uh, the old midweek visit. So, uh, you know, lot, lots of stuff to track, but it, it all starts back up on Thursday and then a, a big official visit. Weekend on Friday with the uh, I'd say the the guy people are most familiar with uh, for this weekend uh, would be T.J. Brunson, the uh, Columbia, South Carolina linebacker from Richland, Northeast. He'll he'll be in town and uh, or he'll be he'll come over from you know the other side of town (laughs) and uh, have his official visit. And then uh, the biggest name period would be Sam Bruce, who's the uh, four-star wide receiver. Uh, from uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, St. Thomas Aquinas, Miami commitment. uh, Just a big-time, big-time prospect. He'll uh, he'll be in town with the Gamecocks looking to uh, change his mind.
1: Critical few weeks coming up here for Gamecock football as we near signing day. The Gamecocks obviously trying to shore up a few more recruits as we get ready for signing day in early February. This is Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell. You can get breaking Gamecock news alerts delivered to your email inbox. All you got to do is text USC to 42828, text USC to 42828, or check out the Gamecock Central homepage for more information. Wes, you talked about premium members here, premium subscribers to Gamecock Central, and I was reading uh, Chris Clark's piece this week, The Insider Report, and I would encourage all visitors to Gamecock Central to subscribe and gain access to... The inside report from Chris Clark, and you do a good job with that as well, Wes. But uh, in Chris's column this week, he talked about how frantic the recruiting process has been for Mustchamp and this new staff, being that they have only been on the job for a few weeks. And they have openly stated that, you know, the recruiting process for the upcoming signing day has been a frantic process, but things will not be that way. Once the staff is established and they've gotten a little time under their belt to get acclimated to the new job. And they've already started working on recruits for next year for 2017. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. You know, they're, they're working 2017. Um, They're even working a little 2018. I, I think you, you almost have to, you have to try to get ahead. And, you know, when he says frantic, he's basically saying that the, uh, like I said your, your timetable is uh, very much compressed um, your time to completely evaluate is uh, also very much impre- uh, compressed and you also um, you know're in a situation where you just uh, you can't wait around as long as you maybe would uh, if you had a full full class to recruit and I, I think um, you know that that's one thing you're gonna see moving forward with the class of 2017 and uh, and onward is that uh, this staff will take a very thorough evaluation uh process where you know the the position coach the area recruiter, and the coordinator will have to sign off and basically um, i don't mean sign off in a figurative uh sense I mean literally uh on there's an evaluation sheet where they have to sign their name as checking this guy off uh, as being an offer and those sheets will be um, filed and kept, and uh, they won't be able to be changed as far as, you know, a guy maybe down the road saying, well, well I, I did want that guy or I didn't want that guy. Uh, you know, it's pretty much um, it, it's there and it, it's in writing. So, uh, you know, and, and these evaluation sheets are very thorough. Um, lots of different information on there, everything from, you know, for, for a quarterback, everything from arm strength to accuracy to the off the field the intangibles the work ethic the leadership ability um of course size strength the uh, 40 yard dash pretty much everything you can think of um are, are on these evaluation sheets and what you'll see moving forward from um south carolina is that uh, everyone's got to be on the same page there'll be more recruiting meetings and there probably uh, there absolutely will be more recruiting meetings i guess i can probably say than there were with the previous staff and uh and everybody's going to have to sign off and, and agree on a guy that, that he's worth a, a scholarship offer. And, you know, that doesn't um, eliminate mistakes because, you know, one thing in our conversations with Mustchamp that he pointed out to us is that in the NFL draft, Emerson, you, you have unlimited access to these players, prospects, whatever you want to call them, and they're still first round busts every single year. Um, if you're a Carolina coaching staff evaluating a high school kid, you don't have unlimited access to these kids. You don't have you know a psych evaluation where you have an actual doctor, uh, you know, talking about the person's <laughs> mindset. Yeah, and uh, and you have thousands of kids as opposed to you know hundreds that you're uh, trying to evaluate. So it is absolutely an inexact science. But Muschamp's uh, philosophy, thought process, idea. Is that you try to eliminate as much of the guesswork as possible uh, to try and be a better evaluating staff as a whole. Because, and as he said, uh, very, very, um, I guess, real world, down to earth way to think about it is that as much as you know, as much as I'm sure he loves all his assistant coaches, he wouldn't have them here if he didn't. Some guys are better recruiters than they are evaluators. Um, some guys are great evaluators. Uh, But if you take out as much guesswork as possible and look for, you know, here's exactly what we're looking for on paper, then you can take out some of that guesswork.
1: All right. We will have a tremendous amount of additional recruiting information to come here in the next few weeks for signing day fast approaching. Wes Mitchell continues to do a fantastic job for us on Gamecock Central Radio. You can hit him up on Twitter at Wes Mitchell GC. Wes, thanks for the update today. Always good talking with you.
0: Yes, sir. We will do it again soon.
1: All right. For Wes, I'm Emerson Phillips. You can reach me on Twitter at Emerson Phillips, and we'll have more Gamecock football recruiting and information coming your way here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us.